0: We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we broadcast loud and queer, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders past and present. We extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, and recognise their own history, as well as their queer history and community members. The voice for LGBTQ plus youth and music only on SYN. This is Loud and Queer.
1: Queer.
2: Hello everyone, you're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin. I'm Sammy here with Luna and that track you just heard was Catastrophe by Electric Fields, who just finished a tour with Cry Club, which is a funny coincidence. (laughs) Nice. We've got an interview by Cry Club coming up. They've had an explosive entrance in the queer punk scene and general music scene since first debuting music four years ago. And their latest offering is an exciting new sound for the pair, describing it as rage against the machine with cheerleaders. People Like Me is an ode to pushing back against bigots and people who will never accept the queer community as who they are. Yeah, and Heather and Jono joined us earlier this week to talk about the new song, the upcoming People Like Me tour, and a bunch more. So thanks so much for Heather and Jono for joining us on the show and let's jump into it this is cry club on loud and queer
0: i guess it's to be nice it's like how have you guys been so far
1: it's so hard to assess it's so funny uh, it's like after what the last couple of years have been it's like oh yeah music gets to be back but it's also just like music gets to be back but also like fitting it around a work schedule gets to be back as well. <laughs> yeah.
3: like, and music is, like, capital B back, so everyone's doing shows, so it's, like, fly here, and then do the show, and then fly here the next morning or that night and fly. <laughs> so it's, like, the balance of, like, I love this so much and, like, I'm very tired and I'm very sick of the airport. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: a, it's an interesting little balance. Yeah.
0: No, fair enough. Like recently obviously you've released like your single with like um people like me. So I just wanted to ask, like, how are you guys feeling about the reception to the song so far?
1: I feel like it's going great. I think the the huge thing for me is just like every time we put out a song, I always want it to feel like a big left turn. Um from like the very start of the band, that was always super important to me. So then mm-hmm. to see um like our like core fans all go like what the like it's just really exciting
3: (laughs) yeah yeah um I was I was worried I was tossing up between like these rules and like oh my god everyone's gonna hate it (laughs) because it is like similar I guess to Robert Smith but Mm. even heavier than that so um yeah I was nervous but it's very cool the way like the response to it has been overwhelmingly like yes (laughs) (laughs) yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah very sweet
2: yeah that's great and um for maybe like people that aren't aware like um can you tell us a bit about the track and like how it came about
1: so i think it, the track itself i did kind of like i've always i think the the little tagline that we've used to describe it has been like sounding like rage against the machine with cheerleaders um and it kind of came about through I think one of the lockdowns, it was around when Idols put out Ultra Mono. Mm. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, single note guitar riffs. And at the same time, listening to like metal bands like Kajira and stuff like that. I'm a huge metalhead, So just being in that world and those two worlds kind of combining, mm. kind of landed on the track. And then the vocal side of things, I think, came from that. Like, um, I just want us wanting to have as much fun as we could in the moment.
3: Yeah. It's a similar thing that happened with Robert Smith, where we were like, it's an angry song, sounding song, so let's make it, you know, mean something, and like, we'll, you know, say all of this, you know, very, like, eloquent, angry stuff, and then we tried it, and it's just like, well, that sucked, Um, so let's just be mad, like, anime villains instead. It still does mean something, like, the way, but like, the the point of entry is different instead of it being like, I have something very serious to say and there's big guitars, so you're going to listen to me. It's like, eh. yeah. me and the guitar said, we don't like you. Yeah. You don't like me? they sad. I don't care. Like
1: We saw you across from the bar and we absolutely hate your vibe.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, That's um, a great yeah, way of
0: describing it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still like rancid vibe, yeah. but affectionate. Yeah. Um, yeah and it's just like yeah wanting to have as much fun as possible because lockdown like you know I everyone experienced it really differently I think and so for Jonah and I we just got to work on music all the time and it was sad not being able to like um go out and play shows and do all the things that we love to do and we need to do um but instead of being like I don't know musically sad about it we were like let's use music to have fun instead. Like, let's use this time to be outrageous and, like, do a lot of the things we never have time to do. And, like, um, we were watching a lot of JoJo's as well. I think in lockdown, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, (laughs) nice.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think it was kind of like a time where we were able to go like, let's have as much fun as we can. And I think through that process, we kind of went into places that we otherwise would have thought were too extreme. Yeah. Um, Because we're like, Oh, well, it has to with- be within this world. And it's like, well, the world it has to be in right now is the most fun possible. So let's just hit that mark as much as we can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Like, I guess sort of like Asking a little bit along a similar theme with that and everything, because obviously lockdown had such a huge influence on the song. Like, do you think that if lockdown had never happened, do you think the song would sound the same or even like exist at all? If not for lockdown, I don't think it
1: would exist at all. No. I don't think. No. And like, I would love to say like, oh yeah, this idea could have just come about whenever. But I think the circumstances of lockdown in it being like, well, I'm just going to rock up to the studio and see what happens, yeah. and the openness that comes from well we've got infinite time so let's go right out there
3: yeah and a lot of like especially on the first album a lot of songs were kind of responses to things that we had experienced mm-hmm. you know firsthand at shows or in our lives just like going out and being people and um we couldn't do that as much you, there's the immediate experience of like having a bad time but everyone's doing that um so it was more about like coming up I guess inventing things like okay fantasy land time like what have you always wanted to say to this person or what have you wanted to do here or what if what if you were in this situation it was a lot of a lot more what ifs and a lot more like um fiction but also not fiction
1: (laughs) (laughs) well I think using kind of like the this like sense of like escapism
3: Mm. was
1: kind of a big thing in our writing at that point we were like oh my god imagine if yeah and kind of letting letting ourselves kind of go down those paths.
3: Yeah. So without lockdown, I think it wouldn't it wouldn't have happened. I don't think many of these songs that we've got <laughs> would have happened at no. all.
2: <laughs> mm, um, I guess kind of in that sense, and like, yeah, I love the um, the themes and people like me of like not or like giving up on appeasement of like people that are never really going to like who you are, not necessarily like you, but just who you are, and like I think it's really like queer fans obviously really resonate with that message but um is releasing a track like that nerve-wracking at all
3: yeah very for me yeah. I worry a lot um about uh I don't know like set not like setting a good example but like being someone um I don't know who is like like a nice person and who you know does the right thing and like knows what to say and all of this stuff and then i um i worry a lot that i'm also quite bad at communicating so <laughs> it's it, i'm it's like i'm in this constant fear of being um misinterpreted yeah. so it's a little bit little bit a little bit nerve-wracking i think to release it as well as on the other side like nerve-wracking to release it as from like in-group response as in like what will people think about um who are also queer also trans think about people who aren't you know behaving sometimes it's like please don't embarrass us and i i worry about that a little bit but then Mm. there's the other side of like um people who are the people that we were singing about yeah i I, but i don't really care what they think so it doesn't matter
1: i think that's a huge thing is like us kind of i think the song is kind of like a bit of leans toward this idea that we've always had about like Making sure that our stuff is, like, accessible to everyone, but still, like, not, like, accessible to, like, the dude bro end of things. So there was, like, a concern that we had about putting the song out that someone could hear it and go, like, oh, yeah, Cry Club, the rough and tumble thing where you go to the show and mosh, and it's, like... So mosh. So we're kind of like having to make sure like the cover art is super camp and all yeah. this sort of stuff. So we keep going and sending the symbol out to everyone being like, this is a gay thing.
3: Yeah. It's like a bat symbol, but just like a <laughs> gay symbol.
0: <laughs> no, that's great. I just make sure like, oh my God, the battle, the, the gay alert. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> oh my God. Don't get in the car. <laughs>
0: We also a bit before this and everything, we got like sent like a little early clip for the music video for people like me, and it looks amazing. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, like I just wanted to ask, like, what did you want to tell us about when it came to like that clip and like making it and everything? Like, what was that like?
1: Oh, it's it's just such a dream come true that we actually get to make it because yeah. in lockdown we were like, okay, we've got all this stuff, and what else are we gonna do? And we wrote down all these like music video treatments for all these new songs that we've got yeah and people like me like the video we made is the the plan we made like over a year ago
3: yeah it's it's I don't know it it sounds really weird but it's really exciting to be like I want it to be this and it is that and it works and (laughs) I have a lot of like I get very I go very overboard and um sometimes a bit too like um I went to acting school, and I like surrealist plays <laughs> about it um, but oh, i i'm so I'm so proud of it. it's very I love how weird it is.
1: I love how like bizarrely ominous it is yeah, I think something we've kind of used to describe some of the new music is like if like the first album was like this like bright bubbly thing, but also quite anxious, like the second the new stuff is very like like queer as in pissed. <laughs> it's like it's like this very like scary angular thing but that's also like with the fossy dancing and all this sort of stuff yeah. it still feels very queer
3: yeah I, I always like like it's yeah all the choreography I'm really happy with like I, I don't know why sometimes I'll get an idea and be like what if it was this and we're <laughs> like yeah 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 what if it was this um And uh, for some reason I was like, imagine if it's just like the heaviest song in the world and everyone's just like doing this really strange and slow, awkward, like Bob Fosse choreography. And I really love the cast that we got. They're all like pretty much like volunteers, just friends or people who responded on Instagram that are like other queer or trans people who got to show up and everyone had the best day as well. And like everyone just got to dress however they like, however they felt you know um comfortable with and felt really like good in like yes i no one can touch me like i feel amazing and so yeah all of us like getting to be around people who are just like expressing who they want to be without having to worry about any repercussions or yeah that's so the environment was really really good and
1: I think one big thing was working with Ava mm. Botsing, the person we did the video, like who directed the video is the person who directed a previous video of ours called Lighters, which is like the super acoustic song. And that was another one when we came in with a super clear idea about this makeup and all that sort of stuff. So then getting to work with her again mm. was like a real dream come true because it was like, ah, oh, she made w- working on that video so fun and easy if we can work with her again, we've absolutely got to go for it. So then for that to actually get to happen. Yeah. I'm just stoked.
3: Yeah. And the choreographer too, Marnie, was so patient and yeah. nailed it. Everyone just nailed it. It's not often things go smoothly, especially for us.
1: <laughs> yeah. We always kind of joke about there being a cry club curse. Yeah. So then for something to actually just work and it's okay. We're like,
3: what's, what's going to happen? What's the catch? <laughs> I, yeah. It's, I'm, very, I'm immensely proud of it, and it's, like, the weirdest video we've done and the most, like, high-concept video we've done for the, like, most grungy, like, yeah. haunts up song that we've got. It's really <laughs> fun. I'm, I'm so proud of it. I'm so happy.
2: Yeah, it's amazing to hear that, like, it went that smoothly because, like, music videos, it's like they kind of end up how you pictured them. It's like a miracle. So mm-hmm. to yeah. hear that and that, like, it was – a fun day on set and that like everyone involved was just like yeah. super lovely that but yeah it's amazing to hear
3: and we were out by like 9 30 yeah done. <laughs> oh that's nice i hate when things go super super late Ugh. yeah and that was like everyone left at like nine ish and we cleaned up so it was yeah.
2: yeah nice Stunning. uh you also recently finished touring with electric fields which We love electric fields on Latin Queer. Yes. uh, How does it feel to not only be, like, doing shows again but touring with, like, other amazing, like, queer and gender diverse, like, acts?
1: I think there's just this sense of it, like, this is going to sound like the weirdest thing in the world. You know when you have, like, Fruit in the morning, and you just feel refreshed. <laughs> I think it's like I just feel like after so long of just being stuck at home, the idea of like the first tour we got to do back with a group like Electric Fields mm. was just such a blessing, and just made me go like,
3: oh. yeah, that was our vitamin C. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> after having scurvy for like two years.
1: Yeah, um,
3: and they, I've loved Electric Fields for so long too, since before the band started. Um, our band, not their band. Mm. Uh, that's obvious. <laughs> anyway, um, and yeah, it was. It's always they've always been some like a artist that I've admired and been very scared of at the same time. I was really nervous going into it. I was extremely stressed. I was like, "What if they hate us? What if they think we're boring? What if they..." think we're rude what if they think we're just what if they don't like us and um what if what about the audience I was really worried about like supporting such a pop you know like neo-soul band and then we're like hello punk rock time um I was I was worried but
1: it it ended up working out so well
3: yeah it was I was like uh, very silly to have been worried about it (laughs) yeah
1: I think a huge thing was just like we got to know in getting to know electric fields a little bit more we just gradually noticed that they were like the mirror image to us yeah. in some ways where zachariah is exactly like heather i'm exactly like michael so that was just a funny like
3: gentleman <laughs> michael talking about like tech gear and then me and zachariah just like yeah what's up yeah <laughs> one brain cell between <laughs> me and zachariah don't know where michael get five <laughs> It was beautiful and yeah. like we got to meet all of the drag artists they had on tour yeah. we've had drag artists as well like as support acts in the past so it just lined up so perfectly we yeah. have the same values we um come at it from different places but we are you know heading towards the same goal and it was like the end of that tour was devastating like all of us were <laughs> it <was> so sad <laughs> we've definitely made some like lifelong connections and it feels good to have done that first show like first tour back to be like this is so strong and it reminds me why I love doing this so much totally
0: yeah no that's awesome like I guess like speaking of tours obviously like that like that one ended a few weeks ago but in the coming few weeks you've got your own headline tour coming up um are you guys excited for it yes
1: Oh, just uh, uh, again relief <laughs> I'm just like we spent I think the first show of the tour is Wollongong and we tried to play Wollongong like five times yeah. and try and do a headline show over like releasing our album from like November 2020 and we were able to play like a quick show in Wollongong maybe a couple of months ago but then to be able to come back and do like this headline thing I'm just like uh, I, I can't believe it's real. And I'm just so stoked to go and make the rounds again. Cause like a huge thing is just getting to see our friends in all these different cities. Yeah. You know, um, and being able to do that. And I think there's, there's a special energy when you're like the headline act and you're in control of the vibe of the night. Like, I think there's just a really special thing about that. So I'm yeah. so excited.
3: Both hands on the wheel of the vibe. Yeah. Tokyo drifting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yeah, I'm stoked I yeah I thought I would be more stressed but I'm not Mm. that's the theme John is always relieved I'm always stressed (laughs) but yeah I really I can't wait I think the last time we did a headline show in Wollongong was like the Robert Smith tour
1: February 1st 2020
3: there we go so been a a while been a while
2: What are you kind of hoping from crowds from these shows? Uh, And, like, I guess what can fans expect who haven't been to a Cry Club show before?
1: I think uh, in terms of what we're expecting, I think it's always so hard. We always kind of go into things being like, oh, we just hope people come. (laughs) But there's always, like, there's sometimes, like, the nice thing when it's, like, people rocking up wearing the makeup is, like, a really great moment.
3: Which is liquid lipstick and then you put glitter on the liquid lipstick before it dries and it does not come off until you wipe it off. Don't use glitter glue. (laughs) Yeah,
1: don't use glitter
3: glue. (laughs) Someone used glitter glue once and I was like, I love you so much. Thank you for coming. Don't do that again. Don't
1: ever do that again.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, people dressing up, like we've noticed a trend, like some people treated our Melbourne show as like queer, queer prom. Yeah. Um, which was beautiful and, like, yeah, good, a really wholesome, um, as wholesome as it can be for, like, angry queer punks, you know, surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, people looking after each other, um, people making friends. We've got people that come to, like, every show that we do. Um, so there's, like, a, I think a small group of people who are, like, just cry club friends at this point. Yeah. Um,
1: and in terms of, like, what I think people can expect – in play. I think we're going to play a bunch of new ones and also when we were in lockdown we did a bunch of these cover videos for TikTok so we're going to do one of those covers live um we're just getting it all ready just trying to have a moment where we go like all right new era
3: it's yeah. happening <laughs> yeah new really, music really building a capital like s show yeah not just like we get up and play some songs but there's like a narrative and a flow to it and really just like getting to I don't know connect with a bunch of like-minded people for like an hour or so yeah very fun
0: yeah no that's awesome like it's so exciting and like obviously there's so much hype there and everything um I guess like aside from getting ready with the tour and everything and like obviously, in upcoming video, like new music video released and everything um is there any other like big hot, big projects to look forward to on the horizon for you guys
1: oh <sighs> It's so hard because you you don't want to give the game away, but I'm just like, it's a new era, yeah, and we've got every, a lot of stuff ready for it, and yes. we want to, and by going to go tour, we go get to make more stuff, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I don't know, I think it's just going to be a good year for releasing music. I'm going to yeah. say that
3: <laughs> we are chronically organized and work too hard, so we have a lot to get out there yeah
1: there's a there's a big backlog we need to address
3: (laughs) yeah yeah so definitely just um yeah throwing everything out there yeah and enjoying it being goblins yeah yeah
2: awesome well thank you so much for joining us on loud and queer
1: thank you so much for having us
2: yeah yeah no worries so you've got june 19th Wollongong, July 1st at Melbourne, July 2nd at Brisbane, July 8th in Sydney. Um, where can people find you online and uh, get some of those tour tickets?
1: Uh, we're at uh, Cry Club Music on Instagram and I think the same on Twitter. and
3: We it- are Cry underscore Club on Twitter and just Cry Club on TikTok. Yeah. Because I got it really early. <laughs> I'm very proud of that. But in our bio on um, Instagram we've got like links to all the tour tickets and everything and anything that releases ends up in our like link tree yeah <laughs> so you'll see it crack club music instagram
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah awesome just like again like as just as Sammy said like thank you guys so much for coming on it's been so great to have you guys on and like talk to you guys and everything i guess like before we wrap up is there anything else you guys want to say to like the latin queer viewers or listeners <laughs>
3: Be as out and angry and queer as you want to be. Because if you're worried about it, you know, at least we have your back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, now is the era. It's Pride Month, but um, we can get away with a lot more. You yeah. Know? So, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. It's the era to be, like, angry, but you deserve like you deserve better era
1: yeah (laughs) we got there we got
2: there (laughs) hello everyone you're listening to latin queer on sin uh you just heard uh myself and contributor liz chat with cry club about their new single and upcoming tour and yeah a reminder uh that they'll be playing here in melbourne at northcote social club on july 1st and uh Uh, Yeah, if you're listening from Brisbane, they'll be there July 2nd, Sydney July 8th, and Wollongong on June 19th, which is very soon. And uh, I guess it's only fitting to play the single that you just heard them talk about. So here it is. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin. This is Cry Club with people like me. (laughs)
0: This podcast is brought to you by Sin Media.